0: Hi guys, and welcome back to WWBB, Women Who Break Barriers Podcast, where we're all about inspiring, empowering, educating, and motivating each other as women, okay, to be more successful um, in our physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional lives, okay? So, um, you know, we're back, we better, okay i've been mia for some time i will not lie but i'm here and you know you guys are listening to your host the one and only another and um let's get straight into it you know let's let's delve into today's episode so for anybody um depending on how you're listening to this if you listen to this on spotify want me to see the visuals but if you're watching this on our page then you will see me with my blanket okay let me let me be honest with you guys um i am currently not feeling that great like despite how I'm um, under the weather i may be feeling and all of that all of that y'all Y'all don't worry because it must still be bringing out the content, the content must come out And plus at the same time, you know, I just wanted to be comfortable So I'm just sitting on my bed, I've got my throw on, and I've got my laptop here Which I'm going to be reading stuff out of And then my camera, when well, I'm camera my phone is here and I'm just recording And you know, we're going to delve straight into it So I'm going to be talking about two main things But let me start off with the first thing because I feel like the best thing isn't that, well, well, it's just, you know, um, I really want to talk or kind of give more of an inspiration or motivate people who maybe you. Um, I know some people do have YouTube channels Um, you have a podcast, you have a blog, you, um, have a website, you have whatever you have, right? I know that in this time, it can be very hard to find the strength and the motivation to get things done. Um, And I feel like, especially with me, it's the idea of like, I'm at home, you know, you're with family. If I'm not spending time with them and speaking to them and, you know, laughing and all, all of that, all of that. Or if I'm not eating because I've been eating hell a lot of food, okay, I feel like I've gained a lot of weight a weight gain (laughs) and we do a whole separate video on that but um, if I'm not eating food spending time with family and loved ones I'm in my room and it's so hard to wake in my room when it's the place where I rest and I don't know if anyone else has been in that place but of late it's been really really hard to motivate myself to get anything done because when I'm in my room I'm usually chilling relaxing reading a book watching Netflix catching up on um, some series or just being on the phone talking to my friends since you know we're not really physically there we're not physically with each other or you know we don't get time to spend we don't get to spend time with each other as you said before. Do you see my English yeah? <laughs> so because of that for me to associate work and chilling with one place, it is very, very hard. So I would definitely say for anybody that is really, really um, trying to get stuff done, whether it be for their business, for their YouTube channel, for their podcast, for their blog, whatever it may be, I would really recommend find a place in the house to basically do that work find a place whether it be on the dining table whether it be in sitting find a place in the house which you are going to associate with work where you're going to um, associate with getting things done okay and let that be the place you go to when you're sitting down and you're on grind mode and you're on hustle mode and you're in that atmosphere let that be the place where you're going to get into an atmosphere of just taking things off your checklist and making sure that you're being productive 100%. Because I will not lie, if you mix, and I know some people can do it, but if you're someone that's like me, who you've really been trying to get stuff done and it's not working out, sometimes it's because you're mixing your chilling area with your work area. And so when you want to get stuff done, you automatically, your body just like, you know it starts going you just you just start feeling a bit lazy you start feeling a bit like oh i'll do this later you just lose the motivation because that is a place where you in your mind set to be your chill you know that's a place you sleep you relax and you do all of that so try not to mix the two together and i really do think that will really help you to get things done um and also i want to say i don't use a diary um diaries don't work for me because in order for me in order for a diary to work for me i have to open the diary and if i open it and i do write in it i have to actually open it again to check on it so practically for me it doesn't work and i know there's some people out there you've tried the whole diary thing checklist thing and it doesn't work for you what i would say is um get post-it notes if that's another thing get post-it notes write what you need to get done on a post-it note um, so you can use a, the red, yellow, green method. So basically, traffic light method with your post-it notes. Um, anything that's on a red post-it note, you know that it's agent and needs to be done ASAP. Anything on an orange, it's not that urgent, but it's still a priority. Anything on green, you've got a lot of time to do. So you can do um, that. That's a method that you can use. Um, another thing can be using the diary on your phone because. You know it notifies you um, the day before or you can set it to notify you two days before three days before something is due or you can set on your calendar on your phone or your tablet or whatever gadget you use frequently if you're laptop person the calendar on your laptop what you can do is you can mark a day where you should start your project whatever or record and then mark the day that it needs to be done by so basically you kind of get notified twice and then it just it kind of pushes you a little bit more you know so that's kind of my my encouragement of the week that's how i'm going to start all these episodes with a little bit of tip and advice and encouragement of how we can all succeed oh oh, everybody can succeed okay So today's episode number three and you know, we're going to be talking about a juicy topic, a topic that I've really been wanting to talk about because it's it's been on my mind, you know, I've got a bit of an opinion, I would not even say a bit, I've got a massive opinion on um, this topic. So today we're going to be talking about cancel culture, okay? That's what we're talking about, like for real, for real, we're talking about um, the cancel culture. Basically what I think about it, and I really do want you guys to join into the conversation Just share what you think. Do you think cancel culture is beneficial? Um, Do you think It's something that we should carry on as we move forward in time or do you think it's something that just needs to be left behind, you know? Um, Or is it something that maybe it started off with the right intent, but As time has gone gone along, it's changed, I don't know. I really want you guys to join in and basically express what you're thinking in it. I must say before I start, make sure y'all get something to drink, something to snack on, you know, just make sure you're comfy, you're sitting in a comfortable place and you're ready. I hope you're ready, okay, to talk about what we're gonna talk about today. I like to, you know, do my research before I delve into any particular topic, right? And there are many definitions for cancel culture or canceling culture, I don't know, but there are many definitions for it. And they're round about kind of similar, maybe just a few words that are slightly different here than there, but the gist of the definition is more or less the same. So the definition I got from Avon Dictionary was cancel culture, is a desire the he was it it is a desire to cancel out a person or community from social media platform or from whatever platform they are on. Okay so first of all I feel like the biggest problem with cancelling culture is we tend to fight fire with fire so for instance um I know there was a recent situation where um all tweets we safest safest from um influencers, rappers, all of that, all of that. Their tweets came up came into light basically or some things that they said that were very hateful and um, derogative, just offensive, really. Um and my thing is that basically, like I saw a lot of people were like so-and-so needs to be cancelled, so-and-so, we need to leave them behind, we need to leave them in the past, we need to stop supporting them, we need to cut them off, And in the same line that they were saying that, a lot of people were saying stuff like, this person's ugly, this person is that, like, people were saying really hateful and offensive things to um, the people that basically were exposed for these tweets. And I feel like that's my biggest problem with um, counseling culture. Counseling culture isn't beneficial because if someone does wrong, rather than you correcting them and telling them, hey, listen, what you have done is wrong, it isn't right, and at no, at no um, point in life or at no stage in life is it okay for things that are so. Um, for such things to be said right rather than us correcting them instead we also end up doing worse things we also end up saying things which are just as hateful and just as painful and just as disgusting as the things that they said right i see some people telling um telling these people that they should die they deserve the things that are happening to them they deserve the things that um I to their family, um, they deserve all this negative stuff. And for me, it's like two wrongs don't make a right. So you've come on here to cancel somebody that has done something that is wrong and in the process of you canceling them, you are also joining in on the negativities. So at the end of the day, nothing constructive has come out of the situation, right? Instead, what has happened is you have made a situation so much worse. You have um, downgraded yourself. People feel like when someone does wrong, they need to lower lower themselves to that level, to the level in which that person is on. And that's the biggest mistake. We shouldn't be trying to be level or be doing the same as that person instead we should be leading by example that okay this is what you've done but this isn't correct and I'm gonna tell you hey listen this what you did it was hateful and it hurt our feelings and we don't like what you said and what you said is rude and it's disgusting and at no point is it okay but in the process of me saying that I'm also gonna show you love and I think maybe it comes to people being different I feel like you can't fight fire with fire sometimes you need to show them love. And I'm not saying, like, and hear me out, I'm not saying the love needs to be over the top, no. I'm just like, when I mean by love, I mean by not saying negative stuff. Just a simple, what you said, I said our feelings, it is rude, it is disgusting, and at no point is it justifiable for you to say such things. And I just hope that as time goes along, you're gonna learn, and I hope that you've learnt from this. That you've learnt that these things can't be said. Do you know what I mean? A simple, simple statement like that, I feel like, can go a long way. Rather than you saying, "I wish this upon you," "I wish that," and "I wish all," wishing negativity on someone, telling someone they're ugly, telling someone they're worthless, telling someone all these things, it doesn't benefit. It doesn't bring any goodness or any light out of. Um the situation any light out of the darkness you know so i feel like that's first of all the biggest problem with cancer culture cancer culture usually it allows and i'll say everybody but i would say a lot of the time um majority of the time i see that people respond to such maybe negativity i'll say negativity because they've done something bad or they've said something bad or you know They respond to it with more negativity. So then it's like... Okay. Where do we go from here? Because now you've said something hateful. So you've hit that person. And that person has hit you with the things they've done and they said. So at the end of the day, where do we go from here? Because now both parties are hit. Do you know what I mean? So that would be my first biggest problem. And I feel like... My second issue with canceling culture is that canceling culture makes people or i would say people that love to be on this canceling culture trend they forget that they too have made mistakes it's easy to cancel somebody out for their mistakes because a light has been shone on their mistakes number one and because two there's someone of maybe I guess more influence, um, they're more maybe more well known, so more people react to the situation, right? Um, or the situation kind of gets more magni, it gets magnified. It's, it's their their faults, their errors are under a microscope, so it's easy to cancel someone for their mistakes because they're mis- they're constantly being put under microscope. So any fault they make is instinctively it's like it's instinctively instinctively hey oh my god <laughs> any mistake they make is very obvious but then it's like my mentality is like if someone was to shine the light on you if someone was to shine that light on your life what would they find because i know that some people have said worse things have said hurt more hurtful things have said things that have hit other people, maybe because um, they didn't know. It, it's not always intentional. You don't always intentionally hate someone. You know, it can be un- it can be intentional. It can be, it's not always intentional. It can be unintentional. That's the way. It could be unintentional. Sometimes it is intentional. Um, sometimes people have said things in anger, out of anger, and they've said something, and it's been very hateful. It's been very offensive. You know. I feel like we need to come into a time where we realize that let us not be too quick to cancel people. Let us not be too quick to come on Twitter and be all typing, so-and-so is canceled for saying this as if some of y'all haven't said things which are probably even worse. Some of y'all haven't joked about things which are much, much more disgusting or much more hateful than what has been said, right? So that is one thing, um, and I wanted to show you guys that basically casting culture isn't something new. It isn't something that only came about now. It's something that has been there for time. Um, the only difference is it is now. I feel like it's evolved. It's evolved in the sense of now it's um, it's bigger because it's on Twitter. You've got pla- you've got platforms like Twitter which enable people to basically say things without really having to be held accountable for what they um, are saying and people can make fake accounts to um, basically come at people, send threats, send nasty, negative, disgusting messages to people without them having to reveal their identity. Twitter has enabled people to have an energy that maybe they wouldn't have in real life. So it's a thing where that's where it's changed. It's changed where before cancer culture was more in person. It was done differently. Now it's in a place where we put cancer culture onto social. We brought it to the social media platform. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I did do some research and I found a story in the Bible actually. Um, so in John eight, um, yeah. So basically in John eight. Jesus, he's um, he's at the Mount of Olives, you know, and um, he's basically teaching a crowd that is there, right? Um, and as he's teaching um, the crowd, right? The Pharisees brought, oh, this is in verse three. Um, as he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust of his finger. They kept demanding an answer, so he stood up again and said, All right. But let the one who has never sinned through the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? And, and in verse 11, she, she says, No, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I go and sin no more. Now I feel like this is such an amazing story. Um not even story but it's amazing because basically she'd sinned. She'd committed a sin, right? And the um the Pharisees, I feel like I feel like I'm saying this wrong, but the Pharisees and the teachers of religious um law, right, they brought it to Jesus and they basically wanted to stone her. They wanted to punish her. Yeah? they wanted to perform um, an act of punishment they wanted to p- punish her for the sins that she had done Jesus basically it's amazing because Jesus was like if any of you have not done any wrong as in he said whoever has not done any wrong be the face to throw the stone and it's amazing because as soon as he said that, they all slipped away because they realised in that moment when he, said, when he said that, the Pharisees and the teachers of the religious law, they looked within themselves and they were like, wow, I can't do the first because I've sinned. And I feel like that's the weirdest thing that sometimes we forget with canceling culture that we all sin. Sin is sin. And if you're a Christian, no sin is greater than any. Um, in the medicine so it's like we're so quick. I feel like sometimes on Twitter, we are like the Pharisees. We are like um the teachers of the religious law. We see someone do wrong, and we're like, "Oh, pff, this is wrong. It's wrong. Yeah, what they did is hundred percent wrong. Okay. And the punishment for that wrong is that we need to boycott. We need. We need to cancel them. We need to let them know that what they did is wrong. Okay. And we are here like we are here holding all these stones and we're ready to throw these stones at them to punish them for what they've done right but then we forget that wait a minute do I have any right to throw this stone at this person because what about me have, have I not done wrong right because if if I've done wrong then I also deserve to be stoned, I also deserve to have those stones thrown at me, right? I also deserve to be cancelled too, so at the end of the day, everybody will be cancelled because nobody in this world is perfect, nobody in this world is um, is immune to not making mistakes, everybody makes mistakes, right? Now the mistakes may vary, right, um, in how maybe their doubt or the magnitude, and when I say magnitude, I'm not saying one mistake is better than another mistake, but when I say magnitude is the magnitude of how many people know, do you know what I mean? There's some mistakes that we make behind closed doors that only us and God know. There's some mistakes that only you and your family know. There's some mistakes only you and your friends know, do you know what I mean? And there's some people that will make mistakes and the whole wide world knows, because unfortunately for them, they're in a place where the whole wide world is watching them, do you understand? So, I feel like that's my second point when it comes to canceling culture. It's like we have adopted a culture in which we feel as though it is okay, it is is alright to cancel somebody, to throw these stones at someone. And it's like if we all took a second, we took a moment to actually look at our own lives, to look at the things we've done, to look at the hit we've. we've, look at the way we've hit other people, to look at the things we've said which are disgusting as well, we've all said things that are hurtful, which are mean, which are disrespectful, if we look at the things that we've said then it would remind us that wait a minute, <laughs> hold on a second, I have no right to throw the stone, I have no right to to punish this person when I have not received the same level of punishment. As little as I think my sin is. And th- and that's I think that's the key point is sometimes we think t- like to ourselves, we think the sin is tiny, right? Um and sometimes it's because um and let me give an example. There's been times I feel like maybe ev- everyone can relate to you. have been angry, someone's upset you, and you said something hurtful, right? Um, and it wasn't, I would say, it's, it. sometimes it's intentional, but sometimes it's not intentional. Sometimes you said it in the heat of the moment, something slipped your mouth, and you're like, oh my gosh. Like, you think about it later when you've called that, and you're like, oh my days, I shouldn't have said that, right? And you go and apologize to the person, and, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you apologize to somebody and that person doesn't take it that deep so that person's like oh that wasn't that deep but then to you you're like no that was low like i went low like no that was you know to you what you said is bigger than what it is to that person and sometimes vice versa sometimes you say something you're like oh it's not that deep but then to that person they take it very, very, like it really hits them. Like they take it literally, and they literally like it. Like to them, it's so painful and it's so hurtful, and they. It's something that can stick with them for a lifetime, do understand? So one thing I've learned with sin, sometimes, or with words as well, sometimes what we, when we're looking at ourselves, sometimes we can look at ourselves and be like, oh my sin isn't that deep right because you know i mean sometimes you can be like oh well i stole i stole i stole a tenner that's not that deep this person stole um one million pounds that's so so deep and we forget that stealing is stealing it doesn't matter the magnitude it doesn't matter if you stole a five pence or you stole two billion okay stealing is stealing at the end of the day do you know what I mean? We like to compare a lot of our sin to me. Yeah, that's what we like to do. Um, like, okay, for instance, some people would be like, oh, I only said to him that he, you know, some people be like, oh, my sin is not that bad because I just said that they will never achieve their dreams. They told me that I'm ugly and I'm worthless. And in the moment, right? um we feel as though oh but what i said isn't as hateful what they said is even worse and on their side they're like but what they said is more hateful what i said isn't even worse it's it's not even that bad right but then when you really look at it both parties are just as bad as each other for saying such negative um hateful things you get me so it's like that's the problem with um, composing. We sometimes like to compare our sins to each other and think, oh, this person's done this. Okay, do you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, a wrong is a wrong. Thirdly, I would say my ish with cancelling culture. Um, cancelling culture, here's my thing. If you have an argument with a friend, right? If you have a disagreement with a friend, more time what you do is, is that you you talk about it, you talk it out, you know, you tell each other what they said that you didn't like or what they did that you didn't, lo- that you didn't like and vice versa, right? If y'all come to, like, if y'all come to the point where you're like, what was said <clears throat> and what was done is too hateful for y'all to move on. Then more time What happens is that um, Y'all just move on Do you know what I mean? Y'all just move on with your lives Without each other Um, You remove each other from your lives And you remove each other from each other's lives And you just keep on going, right? And that's my other thing with coaches. cultures If someone does something And it's negative and it's wrong Or they do or say something If you don't believe do you know what I mean? Like, okay, so when you follow someone, you follow them because to a certain extent, you like the content they give out. You like their content. You, content, you like what they believe. Um, you like, um, you just like them as a person, right? You might not agree with everything that they say, but part of you or majority um, of what they believe in, you do share some level of um agreement so if it comes to a point where they say something which is rude, really disrespectful they do something which is just disgusting it's like there's no need to cancel all you need to do is unfollow that person because the reason you followed that person is because you shared there's something in them that you liked or whether it is whether it be they talk about things which you're passionate about which you care about which are important to you or whether it be they just make you laugh like whatever it be you follow somebody because you want to be updated with what's going on in their life what's going on with the things they're doing you want to be a part of i'd say their community the community in which they are in so if there comes a time where you don't disagree you don't agree with something they're doing to the point where it's really like they do if someone does something to the point where really like you can't look past it, it's something which is like no, what you said I could never support, I could never um associate with, just unsubscribe, unfollow, and do it in silence. You don't need to go onto Twitter and say did it just so-and-so was cancelled because this person was trash. So-and-so was cancelled because this person said, like... And I think that's nothing that just leaves me mind... Like, mind blown. Like, it's like, in reality, in our day-to-day lives, if someone does something, we don't go out and publicize the fact that we've cancelled someone. We just cancel them, and we keep moving. And people will ask, how? oh, what happened to you guys? And you're just like, oh, we grew apart. Oh, we we believe we just started believing different things. But when it comes to social media, right, it's like people f- have this new energy where they feel like they need to announce everything they're doing. Oh, I need to announce that I'm cancelling this person. Why? Why can't you just unfollow the person, unsubscribe, remove your, your yourself from that community, from that person's... Um, remove yourself from that atmosphere that that energy, do you know what I mean? And you move yourself quietly and peacefully. and There's no need for it to be a big situation, a big thing, do you get know what I mean? So I feel like that's another thing with cancer culture. With cancer culture, people have this belief where they need to um, announce everything they're doing, announce that, okay, now I'm gonna cancel this person. Um, and I think what's even more annoying with cancer culture is more time, a lot of people follow Trent and, a lot of people are followers let me tell you why because a lot of people in the midst of the moment would be out here saying cancel this person cussing the person out saying negative things and then two months three months passes by and then they're the same person that's liking um, the videos liking the content following the person and um, supporting the person they're back to liking that person and at the end of the day it's like all those hateful things you've said You've said them, and you've caused hate and pain to someone, only for you to not even cancel that person. Do I mean? You've kind of gone on about this cancel, 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 and that's lasted a month or two months, and then afterwards, you're back. And then it's like, so what was the necessity? Why did you feel the need to project something which even you yourself knew you weren't gonna do? Because, and I think that's the thing. I feel like sometimes there might be generally a few people that are just there like, nah, I'm really deep. I'm gonna distance myself. I'm gonna stop associating or listening to this person because I don't believe in this person's energy and the things they're saying and the things they're doing, right? And then there's always another few bunch of people who just follow they see that oh my god everybody's canceling oh my god they 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 listen to a clip they listen to a segment they they feel like because everyone else is cancelling that person they must cancel that person even though deep down they don't even want to cancel the person like deep down they're still refreshing the their instagram page their instagram page refreshing the youtube page waiting for that person to post something so that they can watch it and they can press the like button and that kind of energy is very toxic like why do we feel the necessity of doing that and this is why i feel like we just need to do things in silence because if you just remove yourself from that person in silence then there would it would stop this whole situation of people saying negative things okay um, to other people, people forget that um, once you say something, you can never take it back. The words that you that come out of your mouth are they're out there in the open. Um, so if you tell someone that they are worthless, they are ugly, they this and that, and you cuss their mom and their dad and their family and all of that, people forget that once you yourself decide to no longer cancel that person and follow them and love them again. Those words are there. Those words will always be there for them to read. Those words will always... You know, some people will always, like, the words will be um, carved into their heads, literally. They'll always remember those words. And it can um, bring someone down. um, It can bring someone's confidence down. And it can bring someone down, like, mentally and emotionally. So it's like... In a time where we are becoming more aware of mental health, right? People should know that certain things that you say can put someone in a place where mentally, it can be very draining. Mentally, you can get into a place which is very, very bad, right? A place where you start not loving yourself, not um, seeing your worth, not not forgiving yourself, right? A lot of people don't forgive themselves because in their heads they've come to a belief that why should they forgive themselves because no one else forgives them. No 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 one else will ever forgive them, right? And when people do start loving them again, it's like they're stuck in that place of I can't forgive myself. I I'm not allowed. And that isn't a great place for us to be pushing people to, you know. That's my thing with cancer culture. I just feel like me personally i feel like we need to leave cancelling culture behind okay if you don't like something if you don't agree if you don't want to associate with a certain particular brand person whatever it may be just remove yourself anyways i hope you guys this today's episode today's episode is really a short but um yeah and you guys anybody that doesn't know or- you know, make sure you go follow our page on Instagram at the WWB. okay? And make sure you follow our podcast page at the WWB podcast, okay? Uh, we have a 30 Days 30 Woman Challenge that is happening from the 1st of June. It's going to be some exciting stuff. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. So make sure, make sure you guys follow the pages, turn on your post notifications so that you guys can be inspired.